welcome to the Lionel Shipman Ship Shape Your Finances show here on the CWR Talk Network. And I am your host, uh, Lionel Shipman, and want to say big thank you for tuning in tonight to all of my regular listeners and to all of my new listeners. Thank you so much for joining uh, me tonight. And I want to give a huge big thanks to God for another day to make a positive difference in the lives of other people. Well, we have a great, great show tonight. I have a very uh, uh, special guest here on tonight. I love her, her, her title. Uh, uh, she, she goes by the old school money mentor. Yes, I have Miss Rosalind Lash here in the, uh, in the house tonight, and you're going to hear her as we move forward through our segment. Now, that opening music you heard, uh, that song is called On the Edge by Nick Coleon. Uh, one of my, I tell you, I, you, if you listen to the show, you know that I love smooth jazz music, and uh, he's one of, one of the best uh, uh, guitarists. And I look forward to hopefully seeing him live uh, in the next year or so. But uh, let's get back to the show. Thanks so much for jazz music. Uh, the call-in number tonight is 917-889-8078. Again, the call-in number is 917-889-8078. You can call in, uh, to, you can call in to listen, or if you had any questions or comments you would like to give, uh, please do so. Now, if you, uh, you've probably heard by now, uh, we're very fortunate here at the CWR Talk Network uh, not only do we do uh, the broadcast here, but we have all of the programming that are on the CWR Talk Network. All the programming now can be heard uh, through iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So there's several ways that you can catch uh, the shows and uh, catch the programs here on the CWR Talk Network. So tonight, my guest as I mentioned earlier, is known as the old school money mentor, uh, Ms. Rosalind Lash. She is an accredited financial counselor with a real estate broker license and a BA degree. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't ever get where you graduated from, so we're, as soon as I, uh, I finished the intro, I, I don't know why I didn't I put that down. But uh, Rosalind helps adults sort through money matters. She provides online and phone coaching sessions to help you plan, save, and live for a brighter tomorrow, starting today. Uh, she enjoys educating people. Her advice has been highlighted in national publications, uh, including the USA Today, Los Angeles Times, the Atlanta, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, Quicken Loans, and other media outlets. In addition to providing online financial coaching to millennials, Rosalind founded Youth Smart Financial Education Services. It's a financial education program primarily for teens. The program is designed to help individuals as well as schools, churches, and organizations provide financial education to their young uh, participants. And she is also the author of the book, The Seven Fruits of of budgeting. So let's welcome to the show tonight, Ms. Rosalind Lash. How you doing, Rosalind? 
I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Look, thank you for having a WSSU alumni on the show. What's okay, the University. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. You know, I, for some strange reason, why I didn't remember that and I did not put that down there. Forgive me for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I forgive oh, you. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. So you're doing all right tonight? I'm doing well, thank you. Glad to be on the show. It's a privilege to have you here. I really appreciate you being here. So as yeah. I often as I often ask uh, my guests that come on the show, I always like to have them to kind of share, you know, their stories. You know, we've hear they they've heard my heard my story plenty of times, and I love how having different guests on to share their story can sometimes connect with the people that are listening uh, to the show. So if you wouldn't mind, would you please share your money story or your money experience growing up? Well, growing up, uh, I'm a baby boomer, and my mom was a survivor of the Great Depression of 1929. So I constantly heard her talk about stories of uh, people going door to door, begging for food, high unemployment, and I'll say, "Well, Mama, it's like that now." She said, "Oh no, no, it was no, it's nothing like it used to be." She said, "People were jumping out of windows." Now, we weren't jumping out of windows because we were poor. <laughs> when I right. say we, I mean poor, poor, poor folk. Poor folk weren't <laughs> jumping out of windows, but people that had accumulated a, a reasonable amount of wealth. And then when that, you know, Great Depression hit, they were jumping out of windows. Um, wow. Because, like I said, I grew up Poe, not poor, but Poe. Poe, <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> yeah, Poe. I didn't know it uh, because I had the things that matter. I had right. food and shelter and clean clothes. I did not have designer clothes. Uh, until I became a teenager, but not designer clothes. It was always instilled in me. Even if I was fortunate enough to get, um, you know, a small luxury, something that was designer, it was always instilled in me that your clothes need to be cleaned. Excuse me. They need to be washed and ironed. They don't necessarily have to be, you know, the finest. And yeah, I had shoes. I had look. I had one pair for church and one pair for every day. You know, <laughs> like like many of the folks that I knew, we didn't have yeah. a whole lot. My hair, I always had to become. I mean, neatness was was uh, a priority, but uh, the the uh, uh, the quality of the clothes, the name, the the tag in the clothes was not stressed. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. once I got a little older, um, you know, in high school, then, you know, I was able to get, you know, some designer bags, luxury, you know, some right. a, a few luxury items. I, I was able to get a car. Look, I was able to get a, a, a what did I have, a Chevette. Ah, I tell you, I was so <laughs> proud of my Chevette because my Chevette was four years old, and I was expecting to get a car mm-hmm. that was, uh, Ten plus old. So when I got a Chevette, I was grateful. But again, we uh, that uh, kind of helped my mindset to know mm-hmm. that I needed a car to take me, a reliable car to take me from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily need the most expensive car. I didn't need. Uh, uh, 
you know, a, a big money car. I needed a car right. to take me from A to B, and that's what I got. So yeah. hearing all of her stories kind of shaped my um, money thoughts. That's that's a fantastic way. I guess it it, it keeps you grounded. Uh, I, I think back. I had you mentioned about an old car. I had a uh, 1978. Uh, what was it? A Ford LTD two. It was. I remember uh, those LTDs with the little window in the back. Yes, that mini I window. Had, <laughs> yes, I had one. Blue, hey, blue on blue. That's exactly mm-hmm. what I had. And uh, that car was like, to me, it felt like a Mercedes Benz because uh, I didn't have a car, and this was a car that was available uh, for me. I took great care of that car. And uh, (laughs) great care of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It 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 teaches you values when when because I washed my car every week. That was uh, what I had to rely on. That was my mode of transportation. Again, it doesn't have to be new. It doesn't, um, but it it doesn't have to be raggedy either. Right. So I'm I'm saying that to say you don't have to have a new car, but you can have a clean car. Yes, you can. Yes, you can always be clean. (laughs) You can always you can always be clean. Look, though I have not washed mine in about a a week and a half, but (laughs) but it's still not raggedy. Hey, go through the car wash, Ryan. Go through the car wash. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but but those those things they they did uh, they they did shape like I said they shaped my money thoughts and and it helped me determine uh, walk that fine line between needs and wants because oh, once you realize those are not necessarily things that I need you're able mm-hmm. to back away easier. And yeah. then I'm not in for dep- deprivation. So if it's something that that uh, someone really, really, really wants, because sometimes we do have those things that we just think, oh gosh, I've got to have it. Just got, yeah. You can go ahead and get it, but then you need to kind of think about how are you going to recoup that money um, right. later in your budget. Yeah, I or agree. Sleep on I it. Agree yeah, yeah, yeah. I always tell people I don't kill. I try not to kill people's dreams, but uh, just make sure that you can afford it. It's not going to uh, uh, damage you for the long run. Uh, you know, enjoy life. Uh, it just life. depends upon the. Yeah, it, it just depends upon the quality of life. You know, my dad. I told you that one of the principles that my dad taught me, and uh, I, I keep saying it, and I continue to say it. He said, "Don't live a champagne life on a beer budget." On so a beer I had, budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to learn to adjust accordingly, and uh, you know, I get nice things when. I can get them, but if I don't get them, I'm content with what I have. And uh, that's something I've learned along this course of life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, a sense yeah. of gratitude. Yeah, helps, oh, absolutely. Because then you're grateful yeah. for what you have. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and one thing with what you were saying about um, your dad talking about the, the champagne taste and the bill money. Yeah. Also, my mother would say that, and she would also stress, don't. Buy what you want and beg for what you need. So if you are, yes, if you are buying, 
I say design a pocketbook because that was <laughs> look that was my thing. I mean, I still <laughs> like a nice bag, but but now right. that uh, I'm a little look, I'm a little mature. I won't use the word old. <laughs> now that I'm a little mature, I like a quality bag. I, I'm not that that um, particular about you know whose name is stitched on it as long as it's a quality bag. But mm-hmm. uh, when I was younger, I did. I would buy a nice designer bag. And then didn't have any money put in it and have to ask her, Mama, can you know me? And she would say, see, you're buying what you want, but then you're begging for what you need because I have to beg for gas to get in the car. But right. yet I got it walking around campus with a designer bag, you know. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic! I love that. You know, I'm like, now you better patent that because I love that saying right there. Uh, buy, <laughs> buy what you want, but <laughs> beg it for what you need. Oh gosh, exactly. <laughs> now tell us a little bit about your organization and what you do. Um, it's my organization is Youth Smart Financial Education Services, and actually, uh, I have a, a young a youth organization, and I have just uh, began an adult organization because I, I had to change my branding a little. Um, my goal is to help youth, uh, especially the teenagers, because. So if we help them, then they can avoid some of the pitfalls that we have. Uh, unfortunately, in in school, there are 17 states that – is it 17? Yeah, I think it's 17 states that mm-hmm. um, require personal finances. Okay. But then the remaining do not. So that means they learn – their personal finances through their their uh, mistake. They just haphazardly learn, mm-hmm. and and that's not the way that that we want. We don't want anybody to fall, and 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 mm-hmm. then you know they have to struggle to get up. So, um, you right. smart financial education services. Uh, what I do is go into organizations that cater to the youth, and then um, provide them with uh, financial education, credit, mm-hmm. debt, money management, how to buy a car, how to rent an apartment. So that's the the youth organization. Um, In doing that, people would say, well, adults need uh, uh, information as well, and and adults Mm -hmm. would contact me to counsel them or coach them. Mm -hmm. And so then I decided to break off uh, out of that and let that be the youth organization. And I now have uh, FIN Coach Consulting, which stands for Financial Coach. Uh, consulting, then okay. coach consulting, where I do online financial coaching with adults to help them, you know, navigate their budget and their personal finances. Oh, fantastic! Fantastic work yeah, so, you're so, doing. So, so both of them are dealing with money, but one is just more of an educational component, and the other okay. is hands-on. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Good. Good. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. Now we're going to take a break uh, right here, real quickly. And we're going to continue our conversation. So, everyone, please stay tuned. We'll be right back after this quick break. You're listening to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with host Lionel Shipman on the CWR Talk Network. 
EWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like social justice. This is one of the main objectives of Donnell Edwards' viewpoint. Donnell discusses issues like the pervasive racism engulfing our country with an ongoing series entitled Race in America. In addition, Donnell features expert guests who provide information about the school-to-prison pipeline, the prison commercial complex, the inequities in public schools, the epidemic of young unarmed black men being killed by police, and much more. Donnell makes it his mission in life to focus attention on the causes and issues that are ignored by the mainstream media. So listen to Donnell Edwards' Viewpoint every Monday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, only on the CWR Talk Network, your causes, issues, and life empowerment network. Welcome back to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show with your host, Lionel Shipman, on the CWR Talk Network. All right, if you're just joining us, um, having a great uh, conversation with Ms. Rosalind Lash, who is also known as the Old School Money Mentor. Which kind of leads me to my next question, uh, Rosalind. Now, why do you refer to yourself? Uh, how did you come up with the name Old School Money Mentor? Well, age is a factor. <laughs> 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 yeah, age is a factor um, because I'm, I'm over a, a half a century years old now, so uh, age played a part in it. However, the basic principles of money management and wealth building remain the same. Yeah. Being being older, and 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 my mom, she really didn't know much about um, the particulars about finances, but she did have sayings that equated to money management and and wealth building, such mm-hmm. as. Don't put all your eggs in the same basket. Mm-hmm. I equated that as I, I got older and learned to diversify your savings and your investments. Because if you put all your eggs in one basket and you drop the basket and all your eggs crack, yeah. then you're messed up. Yes. If you diversify yeah. your savings and diversify your investments, and um, as far as your income, you have um, – multiple streams of income, if you lose your job, you still have an income. So yeah. that's an old school principle, and and it, it still applies. Um, yeah. Never live beyond your means. Mm-hmm. If you have a budget and have a spending plan, if you know that, that your income is, I'll just throw out a figure, we'll say that you bring home $2,500, don't spend four thousand. I mean, <laughs> because that means you're living beyond your means. Can you say that again? <laughs> I 
I put like this, especially when you when when a person is trying to find that remaining fifteen hundred dollars with a credit card or with something else. Oh, yes, yeah, yes, because it's a vicious cycle. You're funding uh, um, your luxuries, all of that extra on a credit card, but then your credit card bills are going uh, increasing, and your your monthly payments are increasing, so you will have to get some more credit in order to um, continue the lifestyle that you live in. So never live beyond your means. And if you have right. a budget and a spending plan, then each of your dollars will have a home. So you'll absolutely. know that you're not living uh, above your means. Yeah, absolutely. Like prepare for your future. Yeah. That's simple. Yeah. And that's that's all some some you know grandparents and and older parents that's all that they knew but they knew prepare for your future meant save some money for your unknown future because if you lose your job it might take yeah. a while to get another one. Prepare. And for I've your been future. there. Yeah, and, I've been there, Rosalind. I have been there. In fact, that's how I got here to be an accredited financial counselor because. I followed these principles. I didn't follow them all the time. <laughs> I haven't followed them my entire life. <laughs> but for the most part, um, especially I'll say probably when I got in my mid-20s or early 30s, it's when I started following these principles and started thinking more. I mean, you know, the older you get, the more you start thinking about your future. And mm-hmm. so I started thinking, do I want to work this job for the rest of my life? And if I don't, then what do I want to do? And yeah. what happens if if I can't go to work? In fact, I was speaking with someone today, and their, their sister is sick, and she has to have chemo. Um, she has to have chemo once a month mm-hmm. and he was saying he didn't know if he could take off work once a month to take her to the doctor because he didn't know if he could afford it well that's one wow. of those expenses that 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 happens that you don't know you get sick somebody get else gets sick you, you you're downsized you lose your job so you mm-hmm. have to prepare for your future yeah because yeah, life happens yeah, life happens to all of us, and if you hadn't faced it at one time or another, you keep living, you will. <laughs> you <laughs> keep living. <laughs> keep living, you will. I mean, you're from a finances, yeah, from a job loss, from a, a medical or health, something that would tap in and disturb and disrupt your money flow. And if you haven't prepared on the front end, uh, it could have some, you're going to have some rough, a rougher time, I would say, uh, ahead, and because uh, I, I can recall being off for, you know, beyond 12 months, and mm-hmm. that was a, that was a, that was a struggle. I mean, I mean, not only just the financial aspect, but, you know, I have my wife and my two kids, and, and just the pressure of the home of not having what you were used to, and having to yes. cut back. And you know, oh, can't go out and eat anymore. You know, up. Oh, then we're gonna have hot dogs tonight. You know, potato right. chips or whatever right. you do to make it happen. You make it happen. But uh, it really gives you appreciation 
uh, going forward, or at least it should give you appreciation going forward. You know what? I need to manage my money a lot more effective. So in the event that something happens like this again, uh, I will have some means uh, a lot more than I did the first time that it ever happened. So very good point. Very good point. Exactly. I was looking at uh, Tiffany Haddish on television yesterday, and she was saying that she was looking at a Tesla. You know, the the cars, uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think the base price is like six figures, $100,000. And she said that someone asked her, why didn't she get it? And she said, I have been homeless before. I don't intend on being homeless again. So I need to make sure that I have some some things in place before I start spending on, you know, lavish things for myself. And it makes sense. Even though she's in a whole different uh, income bracket than, Mm -hmm. you know, most of us, most of America, but the mindset is still the same. There are people that that are rich, and, and look, they go from riches to rags. Yes, yes, Yes. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen. Yes, exactly. (laughs) They go from riches to rags. Well, if your mindset is not uh, in in alignment where you can appreciate what you have and you're grateful for what you have, you have an insatiable desire just to buy, buy, buy. And then you'll you'll end up doing a lot of um, what is it called retail therapy? Yeah. Sometimes that retail <laughs> therapy doesn't help because you come home and then you're depressed because of all the bills that you've accumulated. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 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 Yeah. That is not the way to soothe your your pain. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like putting salt salt into the wound. <laughs> It's like putting yeah. salt into the wound. Yeah. So that, that goes back to some of the, the the old school principles that I was speaking about. Don't overspend. You need to minimize your debt. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Rosalind, hold on. I think I have a caller here. Uh, if they're, Hopefully, they're, if they're not just listening in, uh, you, uh, have uh, you have to ask a question. Ask a question. Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Can you hear me? Yes, Pastor I can. Pastor Dondre and CEO. Hi, how y'all doing tonight? Oh, we're doing you fine, well. thank you. Oh, my God. Y'all have been on fire, on fire, on fire. I just love the topic of discussion. And first off, let me give honor to the a man of God who put this together. My name actually happened to be Donnell, too, so it's very special <laughs> that, that you're talking about money. Um, yeah. But uh, one of the things I want to ask you, sister, is uh, if you could, could you kind of talk about the transition from going from your job into your own business? Because I tell uh, we have 300 winning team members, and they all have uh, different walks of life. And some of the people have been working for the post office, and they're about to start uh, going into their own business, product, service, and brand. And I explain to them all the time. It's different when you show up to the job and Sally has your time sheet, Bill tells you when yeah. the day you're going to get paid. But when you got to come up with all the jobs, make sure the light's on, can you kind of explain the financial uh, distress with that? Because it's a transition there. You, you wanna, you're putting in the 40 hours worth of work, but you're not seeing the 40 hours worth of money, but you still have to stay the course until the money comes in. 
Can you I kind of talk about that? You're putting yeah. in more than 40 hours work. <laughs> okay, there you go. Okay, go ahead. You know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yes, because when you are working for the man, you can go to work, put in your put in your eight hours. I mean, you know, sometimes people work overtime, but generally speaking, you go to work, you make your forty hours, and you come home, and you get that paycheck, and you get that insurance. But when you are an entrepreneur, you put in hours upon hours, and it's oftentimes more than 40, and you may not get paid for any of them because a lot of it is back-end work. It's, it's things you're doing on the back-end um, to, to get yourself out there um, so that people will be aware. You have to have systems in place, and, and all of those systems that, that you have in place, um, it's best that you have them in place before you lose your job or before you uh, uh, quit your job. Uh, um, um, someone that works at the post office, you mentioned that. The post office does pay uh, 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 a pretty good salary. So it will be helpful to them if they start living um, well beneath their means. Uh, and in fact, they want, might want to call become a, what is it called, minimalist, when yeah. you live on as little as possible because they will need those funds once they become an entrepreneur. They'll need, if they have any um, subscriptions to any organization, I mean magazines, or if they have um, fees that they have to pay to any organizations. Because, because if, if, you, if are you are an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, you want to be associated with like-minded people. And usually that means that you're going to be in some type of, of group or some type of organization, and there will be association fees. And you have to pay those. Well, yes, you have to pay those, but personally you have to pay for your own food, for your own lights, uh, all, of, all of your own expenses. So what I would suggest that they do is do a budget uh, because – Budgeting is the foundation of of uh, financial building, financial wealth building. They should do a budget on what their expenses are now, that they have the income, and then begin saving now so that when they retire or, or, or they're no longer employed, they will know how much it takes to run their household. A part of their research on the business should be to determine how much everything costs in the business. So, for example, if they're going to have a separate Internet service, they need to know how much that's going to cost. Any association fees that they have to pay, how much that's going to cost. And one thing that I have found out is uh, if they are doing any online marketing, that is going to cost. And the results will not be immediate. So they need to determine what type of marketing, what type of ads they're going to do. If they do not know how to um, write ads, write the copy, because that's a strategy and an art in itself, then they have to consider if they're going to uh, hire someone to do it, um, if there's someone in a local college that, that is, can help them do it, um, if they need 
uh, I said marketing, but that's not the word I'm thinking about. For example, when I, I wrote my book, I had to find someone to design the cover. That in, in itself was a task. Fortunately, I found someone on Fiverr, and that's F-I-V-E-R-R, Fiverr.com. Uh, everyone on Fiverr is not not uh, doesn't provide the, the best service, but I found someone that provided an excellent service. So I'm saying all that to say it's going to take, they need to ask around, they need to join as many groups uh, as they can because they're going to have so many questions that they have not thought of uh, once the income is not there. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Carla, for uh, asking that question. Thank you so much, Rosalind, for uh, answering that question. Now, as we are uh, coming up on our time here on the show, uh, can you tell us a little bit about your book, uh, Rosalind? Oh, yes. My book is entitled The Seven Fruits of Budgeting, and it's based on Galatians 5.22, Fruit of the Spirit, and in the book, I show you that if you practice uh, and live by those attributes, kindness, goodness, discipline, patience, love, faithfulness, and joy, you can stop living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, you can save for your future, reduce your debt, improve your credit, and just understand what your money motives are, what moves you to spend. Okay. So, yes, now how, the seven fruits of budget. Okay. All right. Now, how can people get a copy of your book and also give us your contact information, if you don't mind? My website is rosalindlash.com, and that's R-O-S-L-Y-N-L-A-S-H.com. Uh, the book is available online for sale at rosalindlash.com. It's also available on Amazon. And I can be re- reached by my website. I am on social media. On Facebook, it's Roz and Lash. On Twitter, as Roz Lash. And on uh, Instagram, as Coach Roz Lash. Okay, so perfect. So feel free to reach out to me. Absolutely. And as we are getting ready to, uh, as we're coming to a close, any final thoughts or any, uh, like, uh, number one, number two, uh, uh, just some comments to take us out. Well, when you said number one and number two, I'd, I'd say if someone were to ask me, the most important thing that someone should do is minimize your housing cost. Because if when you're doing your budget or, you, or you're thinking about how much you have to pay, your housing expense is the most expensive cost that you have to pay. I mean, housing costs can be, well, you know, they can be a few hundred dollars to a few thousand dollars. If you can minimize your housing costs and then minimize your your credit card um, debt, then your your financial life will be more fruitful. Got it. Perfect. And I do want to throw uh, one other thing in. Because many people pay 50%. Believe it or not, 50% of their income goes towards housing. That's wow. too much. It should not yes, be yes. any more than 30%. So that that's why I chose that particular uh, tip to give. Okay, perfect. Great. Well, Rosalind, it's been an honor and a pleasure having you here on the show tonight. Thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. 
thank you so much for inviting me. I've enjoyed myself as well. Good. Now, no doubt, I'm going to be calling you up again and asking you to be on the show again because I did not get a uh, I didn't get a chance to get through all of my questions. But uh, I would love to have you back on the show uh, uh, real soon. Wonderful. I would love to be on the show real soon. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, listeners, you have just heard the old school money mentor, Ms. Rosalind Lash, here on the show tonight. And uh, hopefully many of you, I hope you had a pad where you were able to catch some of the great financial nuggets of information that was given out uh, tonight. Well, that's a wrap for tonight. And uh, thank you so much for tuning into the Lionel Shipman Ship Shape Your Finances show. Uh, you can catch my show every Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, if you have missed any of the past shows, uh, you can catch them uh, on Google Play, Stitcher, or iTunes. Or you can go to my website where I have created a gallery of all of my past guests as well as a listing of all the shows. Uh, You can go to www.shipmanconsulting.com and you can catch all the shows there on uh, my website. I've actually dedicated a page for the uh, radio show. And if you're not following me, on social media, I would encourage you to do so. You can catch me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Now, I want you to remember these words regarding your money and your life. Give cheerfully, spend carefully, and invest wisely. We will talk with you next week. And now we're going to go out with a song called Lay It Back by Mr. Paul Jackson, Jr. Take care, everyone. We'll talk to you next week.